Today we talk a deep love and respect for music for children as we chat to the one and only Sagan Thacker of Radioactive Kids on Benny Asking People Questions. There are some people who dedicate their lives to creating meaningful, celebrating and empowering content for children. They make it their life's work to see that children are given the respect they deserve and have intrinsically earned. They are rare and they are a powerful people. But then there are a few... And they are a few who dedicate their lives or time to empowering and celebrating those people, choosing to not be the focus, but rather focus on the ones who need our focus. It is rare, trust me, and today's guest is one of those rare people. Their radio show went from humble beginnings and through tenacity, interest and a deep-seated love for the work created for our youngest. They have forged themselves as one of the world's greatest champions of music for children. They often ask the question, however, today we get the chance to ask them a few. I'm thrilled to be joined today, all the way from Asheville, USA, the voice of Radioactive Kids, Sagan Thacker. Sagan, thanks for joining me today. Hello, hello. How is it going over there in <laughs> Australia? It's all, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's nice. The weather's good. We're, um, you know, I, I, I feel, I feel in a country like Australia, I don't have much of a leg to stand on if I'm going to complain because it's uh, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty good over here. Even our winters are, are still, you know, begrudgingly we have to wear socks. So, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, socks, huh? Yeah, exactly. No, I know normally it's like we can put on thongs or flip-flops and that, that's, that about covers our feet for, for most weather patterns. But at the moment, you know, there's a little bit of drizzle around so we're forced to wearing shoes. Um now, Sagan, first of all, I'm quite – I love this idea that our names, last names are so close, Thacker and Thatcher. I think that's just – that's <laughs> great alone. You know, this this cross, cross-continent thing, I think it's really great that we can share that. But I'm also just going to jump straight in the deep end with you because I kind of – unlike most people, I'm not necessarily going to be talking about your music, obviously, but I, mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about your heart and what it is that makes you really make what, – what it is – that makes this genre so so empowering to you. Um, so yeah, let's just jump in if you don't mind. Choosing to make a career out of children's sure. content is usually wrapped around being a musician and then you become a parent yourself. And um, alternatively, it's <laughs> reserved for people like me who are teachers, who have a kind of certain passion for the support and celebration of children in general. However, you're, you're a bit of an anomaly because you're neither of these things, yet you have dedicated your time to supporting the music, which in turn supports the children. What's the connection for you? Where does this passion lie for you about not only giving yourself to this medium, but rather giving yourself to lifting up the people in this art form? Well, um, so so I am, am 22, almost 23, and and I really grew up listening to really really high quality good kids music from like from local artists and artists from all over the, over the U.S. And then I just kind of like randomly connected with with somebody who had the show before me. Yep. And and he was like, hey, well, want to come on and and do the show? And I and I did every and I eventually t- took it over. But, uh, but, you know, since I've t- taken it over, like I've gotten deeper and deeper into the community of mm. kids music and just, just like celebrating and like enjoying like, like the true, like diversity of it. And, um, it's, it's re- 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 really, it's not like a, a career for me it's more just like an involved <laughs> hobby that i can do and be uh, uh 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 be making some difference in the world while do- doing it and it's yeah. it's <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say community radio is not a not a great plan for um for a career i think there's only yeah, one job in not. the world <laughs> Radioactive Kids, which also broadcasts on WUAG 103.1 in Greensboro, North Carolina, and Jump 105.3 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Radioactive Kids broadcast from the occupied lands of the of the 
Tsalagi people, also known as the Cherokee. It, I just want to touch on this idea that you said you grew up with a real... Um, um, you were surrounded by a lot of diverse children's music in general. Now, you, you were homeschooled. Mm-hmm. Who was doing that? Yes. I mean, because it was is that, is that your... I mean, obviously it's your parents, but is it your father? Is it your mother? Is it... What's... How... Because traditionally a lot of people are kind of sat in front of the television and you just hear what's on. But you've obviously been exposed to this greater thing. How did that come about? Who who was it in your in your house that did that for you? Well, it was it was anybody who was at the library and picking CDs off the shelf, because because honestly, like that's where I I like got like ninety percent of the exposure uh, to to music. We we like check it out from the library and we'd we'd go listen to it and and the thing is that my parents listened to it with me and they recognized the value of it they're like this is actually good stuff like you know like yeah. like uh one of my dad's favorite artists is a local artist from from a western north carolina named timmy a bell who uh who has has done a, a lot of really cool stuff and and I've listened to him for years and years and years and, and, and so has my dad. And, and, and we just kind of listened together and listened as a family. And, I, and, and I never really like grew out of it. You know, <laughs> I grew, I, I listened to other stuff, obviously, you know, and I, and I still listen to other stuff. Like I'm like, a you know, I'm a huge metal head for, for example. And I'm, and I love, you know, like a, a, a experimental music and stuff like that. But, you know, but I continued to like to I guess see what was good about it and see mm. how the passion that people put into the music. Mm. And then when I got the chance to become a, a DJ, I started seeing even deeper like how mm. how much passion and how much like joy and and and, and beauty and awesomeness went into creating this amazing uh, spectrum of, uh, of music from all over the place. Yeah, and I guess similarly to me, because everything you're saying, it, it precisely, I mean, I think I think we're, it's so easily, I don't think slid under the rug, but it is a genre that is a little bit passed by. And I, I know, think, and it shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't be, so precisely. <laughs> and I think that's the thing, though. Once you're bitten by that bug, and once you actually re- – like, I mean, I was just listening to your last show and yeah. you mentioned the vegetable plot, you know, which are great friends of mine. Yes. And, yes. and you know, I think once you really start getting into the quality and finding out the effort that goes in, you you do. you you, you It frustrates you frustrates yeah. me and i'm assuming you're the same the you know you just go oh this this can't you can't just pass this off as children's music this is amazing there's yeah. so much more to this mm-hmm. um is it and you know has has that just has that love just grown from you as you've discovered more music or was it always there from oh. the word go oh it's it's definitely grown like like so I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, like my, my show today is like, oh my gosh, a, approximately like 50 times more diverse than it was when mm. I first started doing the show. And that's partially because I've discovered more and more music from more and more different corners of the world. And I'm really like getting an understanding of how, how much, amazing music there is the the love for it and like the the way that i appreciate it and and think about it and 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 care for the community of people who who make it uh uh uh, has really grown and and that that's also grown as i like you know do interviews with folks and talk to them Mm. and 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 all sorts of of amazing uh, stuff like that because i really it's it's like the best people are here. That's, no, it's a really, it's a very interesting, and that's kind of a general thing that everyone says. Every interview I ever do, everyone's always <laughs> commenting, going, "It's just everyone's so nice and supportive." Yeah. And I guess that's one thing that's quite empowering for you and what you've created is, and and you know, I ask, "How does it feel?" That like, you know, you can you can sort of become 
a little bit absorbed in what's immediately around you and the and the things that are around you, but depending on the job you're doing. But one thing about children's music and what you're now you have really witnessed in full strength is it it truly is international and everybody everybody's out for each other. Everyone's there to support yeah. each other. I mean, did you? You know, go as I, as I said in the introduction, going from your humble beginnings on the radio station and going, look, I'm interested in this. I mean, you really are, and this may be uncomfortable for you to hear, but you really are this world kind of connection now for all of us to kind of get our music to each other. Yeah. And that's, you're 22 and that's a big deal. That's a huge deal to be told that. But I mean, do you feel that kind of enormity in the people that are reaching out to you or does it just still feel like everyone's next door and you could go and have a cup of tea with them if, if it ever came to it? Hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like nearly everyone could be, I don't know. I don't want to say like over simplify here, but like everyone's kind of on the same level no matter what uh you know language they speak or or where they're from they're all really trying to do the same thing like regardless of whether they're creating explicitly educational music for kids or like fun gross out songs for kids they want kids to just feel empowered and and in Mm. and enjoy music you know and and everybody really is is friendly like i've only met met like i think like one or two pe- people and they weren't even really let that involved in the <laughs> community who who weren't very f- friendly and and everybody and like and that's and that's also partially evidenced by like you know the amount of like of collaborations like mm. you know cross continent like you know like there was like yeah. the, earlier this year mariano pose uh a uh an independent artist from argentina released a collaboration with uh mr roberelli from uh new zealand mm. and i was actually like the, the person who like it would like encouraged him to like to like to uh, talk to somebody from new zealand for that but like whatever um <laughs> i don't know yeah. it, i'll take that thank you very much <laughs> yeah <so stop. laughs> sagan take some credit for the love of god take some credit yeah. you've, you've earned it you deserve it no. take some credit <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, look, yeah. for, those, for those of you at home that are just listening to the audio of this, um, they're actually covering their mouth at the moment in order to, <laughs> to you know, just to make sure no credit is taken. That is a brand new single by Brady Reimer and the little band that could. I believe it's a cover version. Pretty darn good. That song was called Lake. <laughs> Let's make a better world. By uh, uh, Brady Rabbit. But that's a really interesting point about your show, though, because, um, you know, I was listening to, you know, I drop in regularly and I was listening to one the other day and what really stands out mm-hmm. is you really you really just concentrate on, on back announcing. I mean, you don't – it's not – it really is not about you. It is about the music you get to yeah. present. And I think that's um, – Definitely. And I think that's really – quite telling about you as a person because you it's an opportunity particularly when i think children's music is is becoming quite a heavy platform for for saying things mm-hmm. and you have a really strong platform at the moment to say stuff mm-hmm. and you still choose to sit back and just go no this isn't about me this isn't about my views this is about the music i present um do you have to keep yourself in check do you find yourself kind of going oh i'm just going to talk for 20 minutes about the state of the the state of the guttering in my local council that needs to be fixed (laughs) i don't have stuff to talk about for 20 minutes oh i bet i I beg to differ i beg to differ i'm gonna i'm gonna get it out of you now (laughs) no like like i you know the, the 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 thing is that like I like have fun. I play music and I like, uh, you know, put in like goofy asides and stuff and, and, uh, and like, 
interview folks and like and, and like say I'm having fun or whatever. But it's not about me. It's about the music, mm. you know. Like like no kid wants to listen to anyone to 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 a 22 year old talking for 20 minutes about about stuff no grown up wants to listen to something like that with their kids yeah, you know sure. and like it's you know like and, and like really what i see what i do as like the what what like the the what my job as the dj is to is to like get as much kids music as possible independent kids music you know a, a, a non-corporately produced that sort of thing mm. you know like yeah. everybody you've interviewed um in front of the ears of the listeners as yeah. possible and and you know and like i don't really like you know uh, I, I do some uh, on just like a a curatorial level but i don't really like discriminate on like like somebody with like a single, a single ukulele can only play three strings you know if mm. they're like saying good stuff and if it's like you know like i play some like some d d d d demos a few yeah. uh w w weeks ago that was just somebody into their phone and it was good you know <laughs> and, th and then i had to turn around and place somebody with like a full orchestra you know yeah and I and I loved doing that also, like just like playing every type of music, you know, every single type. And like sometimes, obviously, the show's more like more heavy to a certain type of music than 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 than, than others because yeah. I just play what I get, you know. Yeah. And if everyone's releasing rock music, that's what I'm playing, you know. Well, I mean. That also, I mean, that kind of leads us into sort of. I wanted to actually talk about the, the purely the structure of the shows and how you put them together. Mm -hmm. And and I, and I guess you are a little bit at the behest of what gets delivered to your inbox. Um, okay. Do do you do you ever find yourself kind of going, oh, that's just you know, that's just too left of field for this show. It'll be amazing for next week's. I'll pop it over oh, there. Like, do you oh. try? Do you try to like? Do you find yourself trying to be a little bit thematic or do you really just go, no, nah, that's in, that's in, that's in, that's in, great, let's do it? No, so, like, I, I, I'm more, like, run toward, like, a general theme. Hmm. Or, less, excuse me, not, no, sorry, a, a, a general feel of the show. Because I, I, I also consider, like, the show's a morning show. So if I played, like, all lullabies, I'd lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> but if I play, like... But if I play like like twenty minutes of lullabies, like scattered through or lullabies, or like yeah, mellow songs scattered throughout the show, then you kind yeah, of yeah, get yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of interplay. And I and you know, and Can honestly, like because it is a morning show, I usually lean toward more upbeat stuff. Yeah. Just just because you know, I want to just I want to be a, a morning type show, but. Yeah, and you, you know, also and you also don't really. want nobody wants like in the mornings to listen to uh, an hour of lullabies interspersed with an hour of you talking about the local state of the roads and how the council should fix those up and things like that. So you know, it all makes sense. <laughs> <In there. laughs> and we started the show off with "Me and You" by Hooray Miss Murray, a really fun new single by her. I am Sega, my pronouns are they, them, theirs, and you are listening to Radioactive Kids, broadcasting from Asheville FM. Let's move on now to some new music by Kimberly Stewart. You may recall that we played some new singles by her uh, last month. Uh, uh, she has a, a video series online uh, called, what is it called? It's called um, the the Black History uh museum and i'm checking to make sure if i got that correct i probably did not the you're, you're quite open about the music you play and one thing i really love about the the things i've read about you and the, and the other interviews i've heard mm -hmm. is there's this I, i'm i'm really enamored and i admire your brutal honesty about the music you get like you know it's very clear how you feel about chore songs uh as an example yeah. and um and, and which I do love because I, I think we can also fall in the trap of just assuming, as you said before, it's such a beautiful 
genre and it's such it's filled with such beautiful people that it's easy just to go that's amazing that's amazing that's amazing oh my god this is all amazing but at some point you do also go you know what i'm just not into that and i'm just these are my reasons Mm -hmm. why however you always still play it that doesn't mean you exclude it from the show um do you how do you navigate that what do you do do you just walk out of the room and that's playing <laughs> I mean, I I just like well, so obviously, well, like I do the show live, so like yes. I, obviously I'm like typing up the playlist and like and like publishing posts online, it's et cetera, et cetera, while all the songs are playing. Um, so I, you know, I I, I just don't r- really uh, pay that that sure. close uh, attention, but but still, like you know, like even like as like I don't really like like to listen to chore songs, and I didn't really like to listen to them as a kid. That doesn't mean there's not a space for them. <laughs> they work, of course, you know, like, like again, like, you know, they, they, they work perfectly, like, in, like, a, I don't know, a classroom mm. s- s- setting or whatever. Like, you know, like, they just don't work, like, per- perfectly if you're, like, sitting down with your headphones on. No. Or dancing no. around the, the living room or, 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 like, playing with Lego or no. whatever. And chore songs you are know? only, chore songs have only been invented because of the, the parent or the teacher. The, no, no child in the mm-hmm. world said, hey, let's write a song about packing away. It's always, it's always coming from the yeah. adult going, how do I get these kids and to that, pack away? <laughs> and that's not saying that there aren't some very cleverly written, Absolutely. you know, uh, songs, songs trying to, to, to get kids to, 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 to do something or, or, you know, or, or something of of that ilk you know yeah there are there are levels you have to like I, uh, so much of like the good stuff i i see in in kids music is like you know a four-year-old can listen to it and get something really fun out of it mm. a 10-year-old can listen to it and get something really fun out of it a 30-year-old can listen to it and get something really f- yeah. fun out of it and and they might get something different each person might get something different, mm, but mm. but uh, but they're all going to get something. There is this constant argument about the simplicity of children's music, and 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 I think I think it's just not being described well because there is, it's not about the simplicity. I think it's I, I look at lyrical content is often the real big connector with children because I mean I think with children mm-hmm. with their egocentrism, you know, it's all about being able to really you know get be able to speak to the child directly and be really able to mm-hmm. connect with them on a sensibility that the child really responds to now that doesn't mean the music has to be that way i mean you can you can take oh, i don't know the doors this is the end and just change the words over the top and the music doesn't matter like the music that a child will be able to understand any form of music metal classical anything i think it's but we 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 misunderstand what simple or simplicity means and i think um mm-hmm. you know i no topic is too much for a child as long as it's in the words that a child can understand and relate to and you know oh, yeah. i think we often fall in this trap of saying it's too simple and you're kind of going well it's not the music's quite deeply complex um yeah. it's the lyrical and even some yeah. some k- 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 even some k- k- hit songs aren't very simple either that doesn't mean mm. like like i i don't know for example a, a song i listened to a lot when i was a kid is by a band from arkansas called trout fishing, fishing in america Co- yeah fill it up um and they and they have like a song. It's it's about like like I don't know like paradoxes and conundrums and stuff. And I would listen to that song over and over and over because it was just fascinating. Mm. It was like it didn't you know it like I didn't really get it because it's obviously like not meant to be understood because it's you know <laughs> meant to be sort of like a play on words yeah. that sort of thing. But like you know, like, but it was it was good and I understood it was good. You know. <laughs> that was Strand of Oaks with a with a kids single by them from last year called The Grocery Store. <laughs> G- goofy stuff. Um b- before that we heard uh La Abuela Corbatera featuring a Pedro Borgo Bello and Hugo Figueras by La Banda de las Corbatas from Argentina. We heard Mercury by Billy Kelly, and we heard two songs by Kimberly Stewart. We heard The Peanut Man, George Washington Carver, featuring Ken Maurice 
That kind of brings me to a quite interesting point because, like, you, you've been doing the show for about four or five years now. Is that correct? Yes. 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 So, yes, uh, doing doing my sixteen. So, as a teacher of naught to five year olds, let me just yeah put together some poor mathematical skills, and I'll say so. You're about sixteen, seventeen when you started, as you just said. Now you're yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So you're sixteen, seventeen. You're also into metal and experimental. I believe you refer to it as wizard rock. Um, yes. I'm guessing, Sometimes. and I'm guessing within these circumstances, as a 16, 17 year old, you're potentially going to gigs and watching shows of metal bands and stuff like this. Intersperse with deep discussions with the people next to you uh, about children's music while mm-hmm. you're at a, while you're at a heavy metal gig. How did how, how did it how did it sort of you know, it's not it's not the average sort of sixteen, seventeen year old passion. How did it how did it sort of I don't know, how was it in, in a I don't I don't mean social standing, but like I don't know. It, 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 there's a real individuality in that, you know. Was it was it kind of was it fun to, to to have a real connection to something you just knew other people weren't necessarily getting or kind of. I mean like It's a strange a, question a that one, sorry. It is like is like, you know, finding my niche mm. you know like i've always been like a person who like you know like like you know how how like like you know kids learn everything about everything there is to know you know about, about a particular yes. subject and yep. then yep. you know they 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 uh uh you know they 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 spout it to, to the world I've always been that type of person. Yeah. Like I, you know, I always like, uh, you know, I, I love learning everything there is to know a, about a, a subject. Like I'm always like, I'm also like, you know, like really into like experimental c- comics and mm. I ended up doing my darn senior thesis in college about like, you know, about like, uh, underground f- 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 feminist comics from like the 1970s and 80s because i just kept on learning more and more and more and more and more yeah yeah and 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 the kids music thing it's finding my niche it's also finding like something that like won't let me get tired of it if you know what i mean i I know exactly because there's always more to learn there's always there's always more to 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 do and more to, to be involved you know Mm. and and it's it's really fun and and it's it's really great to just learn more and more absolutely and i think i think when you whenever you are i think whenever you become enthralled or or a little bit um enamored by and i I use the term subculture lightly because i don't think it's entirely fair but like you know with the with the underground cartoons and uh, comic books and also you know with the children's music because it's not so predominantly celebrated once you get into that world you just yeah you you find yourself going this is enormous and i mean even with the podcast i'm finding you know i was really excited when i sort of did my first american interview and it was Casper Babypants of all people, had I known at the time that the heights I'd hit so early on. He's so great. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And um but but now it's like, you know, I'm just tapping into you know, I've just started interviewing everyone in New Zealand and it's just endless and it's just this beautiful thing. I've just tapped There's into Canada so and it's this endless music in Canada, you know, and then I put up the post yeah. the other day in the US on the Kindicom saying um, you know, hey, if anyone wants to be, but you know, just woke up the next morning with about fifty emails and just went, I haven't even heard yeah. of any of these people, and yeah. and which okay. was Argentina and Chile yeah. also have humongous kid scenes. Germany, gigantic yeah. kid scene. Uh, uh, you know, um, whereas you know, you know, obviously Australia does, and like a, a lot of like you know, I found like 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 one artist from Argentina, and I was like, ooh this artist Ooh, what's this artist and this like it kind of just spiraled from there and i found like you know 20 different artists from argentina who had like never been played in the u.s and i was like how do these people not know about everyone <laughs> yes i thoroughly agree as long as you're being safe and wearing a mask of course um that was a new single by sean mccullough from knoxville tennessee song called tales of tales really excellent stuff from him um, before that, we heard Earth by Billy Kelly from the Planetary Pr- Pr- Promenade Nod. Um, 
We are sprinkling those throughout the show because it's fun. And, we and again, it goes back to that community. I mean, I, I think one of the things that struck me is whenever I sort of tip my uh, dip my toe into another country, um, by the end of the first interview, that there's another 20 names that they've sort of talked about oh, yeah. that I should get in touch with. And, and it goes back oh, to that yeah. collaboration that you're saying, you know, uh, particularly in a country like New Zealand, like I, I, the, the collaboration that goes on in that country really stands out. They have yes. a beautifully supportive um, system over there that supports their children's music and things like that, which is which is really you know, and and you, it shows. It really shows in the content they make. From that support perspective, I mean, you're, you're someone who's been quite heavily involved in watching the scene for four years, and 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 even that, you know, it doesn't even feel like you've had the chance to watch the scene. You're just d- diving deeper into the scene that already exists. Mm-hmm. But have you seen? Because there's obviously a, it's a very there's been particularly in the popular popularity stakes and the things that are popular there's a huge shift in the content that's being made in terms of the, the, it, there's a lot of message i think there's a lot of i don't know if it's pressure but people feel a sense that they need to so i think particularly in these times it's very strange times particularly in your country it's a very um well, i'll say your country on your portion of the world that you live on um and has it changed? Have you noticed the content that's coming to you different? I mean, do you find people having more to say because we're now understanding that children can hear this and it's okay to share this with children? Or oh. is it still pretty much the same as it was five years ago? Hmm. So two answers to that question. One, I'm getting a lot more music in general than I was like mm. for five years ago. But I have noticed that, that thematically there seems to be like more political content um, in, in, in kids music today. And that's not to say that that's a new phenomenon. There's always been yeah. uh, political kids music. And, and th- I think there are more artists who are just doing that today out of their own c- convictions mm. um but i you know like there there are really just more people doing more different types of things and 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 i wouldn't say that it's like leaning toward a particular you know me- message or there are more people trying to like put to put a particular me- me- message in their songs mm. um i don't know I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. Maybe make it simple. If you had anything that's come across that you've just gone, you know what? I just can't. This. It's not about the quality. It's not. A, this is just a thing. I just don't feel in my heart. I can really support and put out there. And you don't have to use names. But has that ever happened? Have you actually come across something you just went? I just. I can't bring myself to actually put this on the show. Hmm. I don't. Well. So. Like years and years ago, I like I like rejected one artist who was like a well one I I don't even remember if they were like a, an artist or not. It was like I think it was like a corporation, like a small mm. company that like emailed me. But honestly, that was like so long ago that I don't mm. know. I don't remember anything about them. I don't remember anything about their music, and I don't remember anything about whether I would like think the same way today. Yeah. Um, because like sometimes, sometimes uh, I'll be honest, I'm like putting, I, I, I really like, don't like an artist's work and I, and I, and I put like fewer songs of them, uh, of theirs on the air. And that's not necessarily because I don't like the work. Like sometimes it's because Mm -hmm. I don't have time that week or whatever, you know, um, but like you know like i i figure even for an artist i don't like five minutes out of two hours come on yeah. it's not really that big it's not really that bad <laughs> that's a, you know? that's, yes put it that way yes yes fair enough <laughs> and they like there's never been an artist who like every single one of their songs i'm like oh gosh oh my god i can't i i can't do, do this you know like yeah, like you know, for example like i you know like i i'm hoping that like the day doesn't come like i know there's like white supremacist children's content out there you know i'm like well 
if somebody emails me then i'm not gonna do it but you know like yeah, i'm not okay. gonna play it yeah i'm just not you know <laughs> and i guess yes okay so, we are we are also talking children's content so there, there is always a bit of a limit as to what um although it yeah. is out there it, 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 it might end up with you at some point um now what i might do is like is like play it backwards or something to to to, to like just like like be real nasty to them or something you know <laughs> or just play it right at the end and just the opening chord or something and finally we have yeah, to just yeah. cut it off let's move on to something completely t- entirely different this is our wizard rock of the week daniel kelly a uh, a uh, a a folks singer from um, Australia released an EP earlier this year of sea shanties inspired by the Harry Potter series. And of course, uh, when I say inspired by the Harry Potter series, I do not mean inspired by the author who's said a lot of really mean things and, and is not a nice person. Anyway, this is a lot of fun. Uh, This is called uh, Gryffindor and it's from the EP Muggles Ahoy. Oh, Harry's gone to Hogwarts to How long does it take you to put together a two-hour show? Because lives are really – that's a pretty old – I mean, not, not old school, but like it's a it's – a, it, the live format is, is becoming less and less frequent. I mean, how, how long does it take you to, to get a show prepped and to do all that? Well, um, so uh, – well, it, it depends. So um, if I'm doing an interview, I like usually play, you know, uh, 10 to, to – 60 music like 60 minutes of music by the artist before the interview just because I like to showcase their music before sure, I do the interview sure but um so I don't know uh hmm, two eh, maybe like four hours but like that's not counting like the actual listening to, yeah, to the yeah, music yeah, because yeah. I just do that while like doing chores or whatever you know yeah, or yeah. or just like you know doing uh homework or driving or, or something do you, do you, but do you... sorry mate go on yep but uh, but it usually takes longer when i don't have an interview and i've like purposely cut back on interviews because i have insane amount of new m- music right now like it's it's like it's bonkers um like like <laughs> if i get an if I get a new song today, I likely will not be able to play it until until June. Like wow. it's 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 that much, you know. Because two two hours of songs that are roughly averaging around two and a half three minutes. I mean, what what yeah. what, what what? How many? I mean, we're we talking thirty songs a show, twenty five thirty. Yeah, thirty to thirty to forty on average. That's and a, also my. My f- f- format is, is such that it makes it easier, slightly easier for me to pick because I usually play um, – if I have an album or an EP, uh, I play uh, mm. two to three songs f- from that that EP. Mm. You know, and obviously I, I get lots of s- singles as well. Yeah, yeah. I just play those. But, you know, like I don't let's like play one thing from every release. You know, I usually play like a set of songs but that, from that's, each release. That's incredible. If you if you're looking at 30, 40 songs a week and you're having and you're getting enough content and I and I'm assuming it's being sent to you. Mm-hmm. Um that's an enormous I mean that really is an enormous amount of content that if you're looking at 30, 40 new tracks, potentially new tracks a week, let's say mm-hmm. yeah, 80% of those are completely fresh fresh out of the box. Probably. I'm only yeah. playing three old songs on uh, this week's show. Yeah, f- f- thirty-eight songs or so. And you've got a back, you know? and you've got a backlog of potentially a couple of months worth up your sleeve. That's oh, that yeah. that More. that really is actually an extraordinary amount. Two things struck strike me about that is that's an extraordinary amount of content that's being sent to you, but also mm-hmm. the fact that people value what you do so much. That they're going to you. Do you know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. there's a big difference between you having a children's program and having to go and go, okay, I've got to go find two hours worth of content this week. And everyone would be willing to give it to you. There's no question, but you have to go and search. Whereas you're in this position now where people are sending you this stuff, which sort of says to me 
which maybe, which I guess is my question, is is what you do and what you're providing is such a desperately valued, needed and celebrated thing in this industry. I mean, do you do you feel that? I mean, do you when when you're sitting there every Saturday going, mm-hmm. "Hey, here's a song about stuff." I mean, are you are you aware? Like, is is and I, I don't I don't think weight is the right word because I don't think as you said as you said before I don't think it's pressure I think it's just there's just a lot of love there is a lot of love for you in this community and do mm-hmm. you feel that or are you on your own sitting in a studio checking emails and stuff I mean or, or do you get the sense of just going wow there's a real value and need for what I do I mean well it it depends because sometimes you know I don't like. Uh, I receive very little feedback for a show and, you know, and, and like, you know, I, and, and sometimes I do, you mm. know, like it, it depends. Like I, I know f- people listen. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> that was um, another song from the, uh, from Billy K- Kelly's, um, planetary promenade ep really weird and goofy stuff from him um before that we heard the mystery baby a bedtime song by the mystery baby featuring felis laze we heard a request for uh 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 pollo mano pato by mike Furman. that that is for cassidy and not not nigel thank you so much for requesting that we also heard yeah but i really like I it's 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 almost sort of like a challenge to myself to like play all the new releases mm. everything you know like 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 say aha let's see how far I can take this you know mm. let's see how how much I can play how many different artists that I can can know and <laughs> that I can share with the world because mm. like right now I have like you know I I I I have at least at least two artists from like every single continent in, in the world minus antarctica although i i really need some more music from asia from like, antarctica i'm having a really hard time yeah <laughs> more music i'm having a really hard time <laughs> <laughs> honestly i wouldn't be surprised if like someone like this a scientist you know can oh, get out with the kids absolutely. album like that would not surprise me absolutely That'd and i awesome. su- i suspect they've got a lot of time in their hands uh sitting around yeah. waiting for the, the the door to defrost and be able to open so <laughs> yes i would be i would be very surprised if there's not at least some level of poetry going on for children um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, look, I know you're studying to be a librarian and you've also studied yes. um, other things and you've got this, um, you know, you have alternate plans for your life. Um, how do you yeah. feel at the prospect that it might just be written for you now that this children's <laughs> music thing well, is just now going to – because I also – look, I also wanted to bring up this – It's it, once again, I, I touch on this whole idea that it's a very solitary thing. It's incredibly communal, but it's very communal communal online. But as a personal mm-hmm. – as just a personal physical thing, you are it, it's very solitary. It's a very solitary thing what you do because it's not every front door is, is into the same thing that you're into. Um, mm-hmm. So what does awards like things like the Pass It On Award, which uh, I believe is from the Children's Music Network – I mean that that's that's in that's bringing in or sh- or I guess it's showing you that you you are much more valued in this wider community than 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 perhaps you first realised. But does it then does it then make you sort of go ah oh, I'm now sort of doing this thing that's really important? How do, like if I do I eventually get a job as a librarian, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like well, so you know, like I. I don't get paid for any of this, you know. Like, no, like I said, it's like neither do the musicians. Just, no one gets paid in obviously. children's music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but like you know, like I f- feel like I'm I'm providing a good s- service that is v- v- valued by by musicians and l- mm. listeners, and you know that's that's that's. That's great. The award is nice, you know. Like, mm. like, honestly, I would, I would still do it even if I didn't get, oh, of get the award. You know, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, 
just a couple more questions because um, we're now we've we've now you know for someone who apparently has nothing to say we've managed to stretch this out for fifty minutes so I think you've done a pretty good job. Um, <laughs> what and and I more just mean about the ethos and the feel rather than individual songs. What do you mm. what really makes you just go yes this is just. This is great. I'm, this is the way I think children's music should be. Like, what do you, you know, what do you personally get really excited about? And it doesn't have to be a style. It doesn't have to be an individual artist. But like, what kind of things? Like, you've touched on the idea of this, of nice big arrangements. I mean, what just? And it's just you personally here. It's not about you know. It's just you personally when you get a bunch of releases and you listen through thirty, forty songs that have been sent to you. What kind of things that make you just stop and lean over a bit and go, I'm just going to turn this one up a bit and I might even just play it again. What sort of stuff mm. usually hooks you in like that? So we all know, so we can all write entire albums under that vein and then send them to you. <laughs> um, I don't know, really clever songwriting with like, with, with like ideas I haven't heard before or like just like mm. ways of approaching things that, that I haven't heard before. Like, uh, you know, like it can be in like, like a completely whimsical way or in like a very serious way, you know, mm. like, I just like, I like just, just, oh gosh, I, I like, like, and, and, and by, and by songwriting, I'm also including the music in, mm. in that, you know, like yep. musically or, or lyrically or uh, everything just. Oh gosh, I, I, I'm struggling to find the words. It's really like I, a like a kind of just like you know it when you hear it, you know, it's a yeah. type thing. I, I, if um, if I may jump in, I think I I think I might have a bit of an inkling of what you're trying to get at. It feels like because it also fits in with everything you do, your support for the quality of music and and the, and the make sure that this genre gets supported. It feels like at the heart of it for you, it really comes down to who's showing, who's just being really respectful to the children that are listening to this. And and if I may be so bold as to speak on behalf of your brain, um, it's almost like for you, it's like when you hear that somebody has really taken the time to create something really special yeah. and have put the effort into creating something for children, it's it ceases to necessarily be about the quality of the music. It's actually about the fact that you go the intention behind this is very real. It's very respectful, and mm -hmm. it's really well thought out for the children that don't normally get given that kind of respect. Um, does that sound about right? Yeah. <laughs> does that work? I think so, and I and I would also put you know put respectful towards not only children but all ages. To, yeah. you know because it's, it's it's you know if you know it's it's not something that that is that is just for any one age and i try to 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 embody that and you know mm. like the quality of the music makes it really easy for, for me to play all sorts of stuff that that uh that that can be appreciated by any age in mm. in 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 uh in multiple contexts but like just just like a you know like real effort being it's it's usually pretty clear when somebody's just like dashed off a song and they don't really care mm -hmm. and it's usually mm -hmm. pretty clear even if it's like a you know a, a like a a really like you know lo-fi recording you know in yeah. their phone or whatever yeah. when somebody really cares about it yeah you know that was a brand new anti-racist single by the tallest kid in the room song called say something do something that was written in J january um before that well oh, excuse me i hope you enjoyed that before that we heard three songs by le lafron uh I, my, my first pronunciation is gonna be terrible okay uh, uh from uh their album chanson intelligence um, so just the last question is as a 22 year old what what, <laughs> what what makes you such an expert of what what kids love <laughs> do you just i mean is it just I mean, you've always loved it and, just, like do you get feedback from the shows like do, do, do children tell you that they love the selections and things like that so, so, so sometimes get like you know, 
people requesting songs like, oh, I like this this one. Can you play it again? And and, and stuff like that. Oh, I like this 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 artist. Can you play them again? And and you know and and my my job like you know like I I like fully imagine sometimes like the 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 throughout the two hours the the kid will like drift away and then mm. come back or like the the adult will drift away and then come back like you know like the, the show has to contain mm. something for everyone but like not every single bit mm. of it has to be for everyone mm. if you know what i mean like you know, it, totally and and i guess that's the thing you leave it up to the artists to know what they're doing your your as you said your yeah. job is to just go hey i'm going to give you this platform and give you the chance to shine um so you know, it really it's a real pleasure to speak with you and and I sort of did really mean what I said at the top is it is it's not it is one of those industries that it's rare enough that somebody wants to make their life about creating content for children because it's actually not easy I think I think a lot of people really misunderstand that it's <laughs> it's really not an easy genre to to make a to, to, to make a career out of it's very hard and it's and it's very specific and you need to you really need to have a lot of passion and love behind what you do but I think it's a whole different person it is a different type of person that then makes their job to support those people um what you do is is enormously important whether you feel it or not and whether you are thinking about making this your whole life or at some point you know, finally going and being able to arrange the CDs in in your own private library so that they're all categorized <laughs> you your library will have they, the most they actually ex- are, yeah. <laughs> your library <laughs> yeah wherever you end up working will have the most extraordinary children's content section <laughs> it'll be quite yeah. quite amazing um but I really do want to say a genuine thank you and I mean that because it, it means a great deal to this industry and um you are you truly are one of those rare people that do that and um and it means a lot to all of us and, and we're, we're very grateful for the time you put and we're grateful for the respect you have in us that you feel we need to to you know to that you you feel you want to give um us and everyone else that support so um thank you and thank you so much for taking the time to try to answer my convoluted questions on children's music and, and radio programming today. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, well, thank you for interviewing me. And, and like, obviously, thank you for, like, everyone else uh, listening. And if anyone's listening who, like, doesn't – why don't have the, their music, <laughs> send me your music. I want to play it. If you'd like to listen to Sagan's show, then head along to www.ashevillefm.org forward slash show forward slash radio dash active dash kids. And you can also find them and Radioactive Kids on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, for more Benny Time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Sagan questions. Sagan's question.